What's going on, Hokie Nation? Welcome into this week's Triumph Spotlight. Our guest today is sophomore wide receiver on the Virginia Tech football team, Tucker Holloway. A native of Andrews, North Carolina, Tucker continues to make an impact with his explosive ability to return punts for the Hokies. Tucker Holloway joins us next on this week's Triumph Spotlight. As always, Hokies, today's show is brought to you by Triumph NIL. The Triumph Digital Network is a fully integrated portal featuring individual channels for Tucker Holloway and all of your favorite Hokie athletes. Visit triumphnil.com for exclusive engagement, merchandise, and content opportunities, as well as subscriptions. I think some introductions are in order. I'm Giovanni Heater, joined alongside Nick Brown today, Jack Brizendine, producing behind the scenes, and of course across the way tucker holloway tucker yes, thanks so much for joining us thanks for having me absolutely well let's let's kind of start in here by uh, talking about triumph a little bit yeah. how did this partnership begin and, and what does it mean to you yeah for sure so i signed with triumph um kind of like midsummer not too long ago um and just since i've signed it, it, it's been um it's been a great decision and there was a lot of contemplation uh that went went that I went through uh, before I signed. For me, I'm not someone who just kind of like makes decisions, decisions like that and step into areas like that without actually thinking about it, praying about it. And so, um, but it was evident once I, once I signed, once I made the decision and, uh, and, and, and went with it, that just the support that, that we as athletes have from Triumph, um, it, it's awesome. It's amazing. And, and we just kind of, they, they, no matter what we want to do, whether it's, um, just kind of sit back and let them do most of the work or if we want to get really involved and and uh you know there's been different people do podcasts do um go out and do different stuff in the community do um all types of different things like they're going to be there to support us no matter what and um that's just been evident ever since i signed and so it's just an encouragement to to have uh, a community behind behind us um just like Hokie nation and in the same way that Hokie nation supports us just to have somebody like triumph um in the nil space that supports us so yeah hometown andrews north carolina but you played high school ball at raven gap georgia yep. what's the story behind that man yeah um it's pretty cool it's definitely uh, a testimony of just like god's sovereignty in my life so for me i grew up in andrews um smallest school in the state with a football team um and so uh you know i played quarterback all growing up um, even though I wanted to play wide receiver for most of my life, um, I just loved it. And so uh, coming into high school, freshman, sophomore year, uh, I'm playing quarterback and I'm trying to go to camps and different things and, and get recruited as wide receiver because I knew like I want to play wide receiver in college. I want to I think I can have a big impact in, in college football and, and play wide receiver, whatever. So um, my way of getting recruited, I guess, was just going to be to go to camps and prove at camps that I can play receiver, even though all my, my high school film is me playing quarterback. Um, and so I had going into my junior year of high school, I had all these different camps lined up, you know, and any opportunity that I could get uh, in front of a college coach, I, I was signed up for it. And so, um, but then that was coming, that was going into 2020 when, when COVID hit. So COVID hits and everything gets shut down. Right. And so now like there's no opportunity for me to get in front of college coaches and showcase my ability to play wide receiver. Um, 
and I have no receiver film. And so um, the idea of maybe transferring to a private school who, because at that time it was looking like maybe a few private schools were going to play in the fall. Uh, it was already pretty evident that my, at, at Andrews, we were going to end up playing in the spring. Um, and so basically what we decided was, um, you know, let's, let's start looking at other options. Let's start looking at schools close to here that are maybe going to even just have the, the, the season in the fall. Um, and, and so Raven Gap comes up, um, not far, uh, from, from where I'm from. It's about an hour and 15 minutes in North Georgia. And so there's a few athletes from my area, that Western North Carolina area, the few of the better athletes were, were already looking at going to schools like that. And, uh, one of my good friends, Coleman Bryson, he, he was going to Raven Gap. And, uh, and so I, I, we called the coach up. It was a new coach coming in. Uh, and he, he was bringing a lot of, a lot of new players, uh, just because of COVID and just from recruiting, you know, with private high school, you can recruit. So, um, yeah, through a lot of prayer, like I said, it was just like one of those decisions that really was a pivotal time in my life. Um, me and my, my parents, my family, we prayed about it for a long time. And then it, it, it was definitely the best decision. And, and that was evident. And so, um, yeah, we made that decision. And then I transferred to Raven Gap. Um, and along with the transfer, I decided to reclassify. Um, and so that was that was definitely the best decision for me. Then I had two more years, so I was going into my junior year uh, again, and I was going to have the opportunity to play receiver, uh, the posi the position that you know I wanted to play, I loved, and, and really had a passion for, um, even though I didn't have really any experience actually playing the position. So, um, yeah, made the transfer to Raven Gap. Um, honestly, like I could go into a lot of different things, but the rest is history. Like everything um, worked out. Uh, you know, we had a, we had two great seasons there. Uh, we went to state, state championship back to back seasons, my junior, junior year, senior year. Um, and then on top of that, like I just made some of the best friends that, that I could have made and not only just friends, but like, they're also division one players. Um, yeah. you know, my, my friend group, we still go on vacation together, like after spring or spring break and after the, the, uh, spring semester and stuff like that. And they're all like, balling out in college, you know, they're doing great. And so it was just a, it was a, a healthy environment for me because, um, kind of my friend group, the, the group that I came in with, we all kind of had that same goal was, you know, play power five, play division one football. And so just the opportunity to go to Raven gap and be surrounded by those type of dudes who, who are, you know, about, about what I was about. And so, um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. I, I couldn't be more thankful for my time at Raven gap. Um, and it prepared me for college. Cool. Well, you set the Virginia Tech program record for single game punt return yardage on November 5th last year against Georgia Tech. 188 yards on seven returns. Of course, the 90 yard touchdown to the house that called Holloway all the way. Right. Yes, what was so special about that day for you? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, first thing that comes to my mind when you say special about that day um, is just the people that I had at the game. Um, so. My older sister and her husband, they are missionaries. They live in Africa. They serve in, in Uganda, Africa, in northern Uganda. And so they're not home very much. Um, but they were there that day along with like 10 or 12 other family members. Um, and I usually my parents are at every game, my younger siblings. But uh, to have that many people there and my grandparents, both sides, like them, my siblings, um, that was a special moment. My uncle and aunt, like 
to have those people around me in that time uh, just because um, those are the type of people that support me no matter what, you know. Um, and so that was really awesome. And then on top of that, yeah, like that's a that's one of those games that is, you know, people say once in a lifetime like that. That doesn't happen. Um, and so to be able to do that, not only in college football, but to be able to do that in Lane Stadium, mm -hmm. that, that was, I would say, what made it even that much more special. Um, and just to bring my team like some spark, you know, um, just I, I want to contribute. I want to be part of uh, of making this program the a winning program. And so just to, to be able to walk off that field at the end of that day and feel like I contributed um, and I was giving my team the best chance uh, to win that game just because of my efforts um, and and, you know, the teammates around me that made that happen. So it, it was a special moment. Um, and it, it was, yeah, it, it was really cool. Um, couldn't have asked for a, a better stage for for that to happen on, you know, like I said, Lane Stadium, have my family there. And then it being in Lane Stadium um, is what is what made it just uh, that community and what it means to to play in Lane Stadium. So, yeah, it was awesome. It, it was crazy. It was a <laughs> once in a lifetime um, experience for sure. And there's definitely, you know, more of those coming. But, um, yeah, it, it was awesome. It was that I'll remember for forever. What goes into the art of punt returning? It's kind of a difficult position and people don't really take it for granted till something goes wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's one of those things where, uh, just like you said, like if you're doing your job, no, you're not going to get as much tension, uh, attention as if you you mess up, you know? And so, um, man, there's, there's a lot of things that go into it and a lot of preparation. Um, but at the end of the day, like punt return, it is, it's, it's a... It's a team thing, you know. Um, last year, uh, the team that we had on the field to, to break that record, and then this year, like, we're, we're doing great on punt return so far. And and it's it's a mixture between the preparation that, you know, goes into it and then also just, like, having that level of trust because of the preparation that you've, that you've put into it. Um, there hasn't been a single time where we've gone out on the field this year or last year when I was on punt return that I didn't have full faith in the dudes that were on the field. And... Uh, and their abilities to block for me so we could, you know, score a touchdown, get in, get in the box. So, um, yeah, it's there's a lot of things that go into it, but uh, just that that combination between preparation and trust and the people who are on the field um, and then, you know, co the coaches to put us in the right position to, to be successful. Coach Holt, um, special teams coordinator, he does a great job. Um, I think that's been pretty evident since he's been here, uh, putting us in good positions to, to make plays on special teams. Uh, trying, you know, to to carry on the tradition of Beamer Ball and and what that means and the the tradition of greatness that comes along with that. So, um, but yeah, like for me, I know personally, you know, for for other guys, the um, that are on that team, there's there's dif different ways to prepare. But for me, just making sure that, um, you know, I before we go into a game, I watch every single uh, punt from that team for the entire season. So early in the season, it's easy because one or two games, you know, as the season goes on, it gets longer. But just seeing the way that, you know, the, their guy hits the ball, the way it spins in the air, um, just being ready and prepared, watching how their gunners come off the ball and, and get down the field. So um, it's all that behind the scenes stuff that goes into, you know, being su successful on Saturdays or whenever we play. Well, you mentioned Beamer ball, right? Yeah. Uh, 
on the special teams unit, Virginia Tech, of course, has the number 25 tradition. Uh, it honors Coach Frank Beamer as a specialist. What does that tradition mean to you guys in that room? And you've worn it before. How much of an honor is it to wear that 2-5? Yeah. Um, you know, going into last year, that number 25, like it, it meant a lot to me. But at the same time, going into the season, I wasn't on many special teams. You know, I was um, still traveling and everything and getting reps out receiver. But I was really just trying to focus on like, man, how can I get on the field? No matter no, no matter how it is, like I just want to be on the field and contribute. Um, but I really didn't have uh, like my mindset wasn't that it was a reality for me to wear 25 realistically. Um, which was, you know, probably the wrong mindset to have. But at the same time, like, it just wasn't something that was in my head until it happened and I had that game. Uh, we break the record and then I get to wear 25 versus Duke. And it all kind of, um, it came to a reality because I knew the tradition that came with 25 um, and the, you know, what it meant. But until I, I actually got the opportunity to wear it and kind of did some more research on my own, um, I didn't realize like how dominant the Beamer era was in special teams. And so just to kind of research on my own and, and, and figure out what that was about, what that meant, like, and then finally putting that number 25 on against Duke last year, it, it definitely meant um, a whole lot more to me uh, than when I first got here. Just being, uh, you know, like a North Carolina native, not really being from this area, understanding what that means. So once I got here, uh, figured out what it meant and then got to wear it against Duke. It was just like it, it completely changed my understanding of what that number 25 meant and, um, you know, what it means to wear it as a, a current player. Have you met Coach Beamer? I have. All right, um, tell us that story. Everybody's got a Coach Beamer story. Man, um, my Coach Beamer story is, is not very crazy just because <laughs> I was like, that's Coach Beamer, you know, like <laughs> let me just shake his hand and walk away type thing. Um but it's just cool because what people say about Coach Beamer is, is real. Um, just the way that he treats people, the way that he interacts with people um, on a daily basis. I, I, you know, when I got to meet him, it was just in passing in the facility. But I knew, like, you know, this is Coach Beamer. He probably has so many different people come up to him every day and, and try to shake his hand and meet him. And so um, I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just shake his hand. I'm Tucker. Nice to meet you. Walk away, you know, do my, go about my day. And it was just cool because he engaged with me and he was real and he interacted with me, um, asked me how I was doing, you know, asked me how practice was going, how the team was looking, all this stuff. And I was like, that made an impact on me, you know. Um, and along with that comes, uh, like I said, just that understanding of what Beamer Ball means and wearing that number 25 down the road. That was before I had worn that. So, um, yeah, it's awesome just to see, just to see him around the facility. He's there all the time still. Um, and to interact with him, like he doesn't, I don't think he has a meaningless conversation, you know, which is cool. You can't say that about, about a lot of people. And so, um, yeah, that's my Beamer, Beamer <laughs> story. It's not very crazy, but it still has a big impact on me just because of, um, the, how genuine he was and yeah. the way that he approached me, um, just being some little freshman who just <laughs> came in. So, well, it reads, Son of the King costs a bridge of your nose yeah. every game. What does your faith mean to you, and how do you use football as a witness? And then, of course, uh, dive into your role with the FCA. I know you're yeah. huge into that yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, man, so that's everything for me. Um, my faith is, is who I am. And 
it's the way that I approach everything in life, football, uh, my friendships, my relationships, school, um, the way I interact with my siblings, the way I treat my parents. Um, it's everything for me. And so, yeah, just to be able to bring that um, to the football field, you know, I knew coming into college that uh, a college football locker room can be a, a darker place just in general. And there's a lot of hope that's needed because a lot of times um, the people who are in that locker room, the people, whether, and even coaches as well, like football is their identity. Football is everything to a lot of my teammates, to, you know, different coaches. And so that's not how I was raised and that's not, that's not who I am. Um, football is something that I do and it's something that I love. And um, because of what I believe, I put so much effort and everything, um, you know, that I can into the game and, and being great. But at the same time, like, that's not who I am. That's not my identity. And so just to be able to bring that onto a football field, um, yeah, the son of the king thing, um, you know, some, and I'll, I'll switch it up every once in a while, just something, but, it, but it's pretty much the same idea that, you know, like I'm a son of God and that's who I am at the end of the day, depending on or not depending on how I perform on the field, um, whether it's good, whether it's bad, uh, that doesn't determine my joy. You know, there's a big difference between joy and happiness. And a lot of times people get those two mixed up. And there's a lot of happiness that comes with football. And yeah. I love that. Like, that's one of the things that, that you chase as a, as a player. Um, and, but, you know, for me, that's, that's not what I am. That's not who I am. And so just to have that reminder on my, on my eyes while I'm playing the game and just as I carry myself throughout the week, throughout the, you know, the month, the year, the football season, uh, just as a reminder that football, football is a, a fleeting thing and it's going to be something that I do for a short period of time in my life and the big scheme of things. And so, um, yeah, just try to, I just try to exemplify that and actually live that out. Cause there's a lot of people who say that, but don't actually live it out. Um, and so for me, it's about um, not just talking the talk, but also walking the walk. Um, and there's, you know, I struggle just like anyone else and I've, I've had my tough times, but um, yeah, that's what it's about for me. That's what awesome. it's about. Um, so yeah. And then for that, the FCI, the FCA side of things. So I am, uh, I'm a junior chaplain um, in our FCA program at Tech and I'm also the uh, the captain, the FCA chaplain for the offense specifically. Um, and so what comes with that is just a lot of awesome opportunities um, to lead, whether that's uh, actually speaking at like large group events for FCA or whether that's, you know, serving in any way that I can for those or um, specifically football, leading Bible studies like um reaching out and being intentional with engaging with my teammates. Um, Cause I said like the, the, the college football locker room and, and um, anywhere you go, there's going to be people who are lost. And so um, yeah, it, it, it's awesome. It's, it's given me an opportunity to do what I love and do what I'm, I'm passionate about and share the, the love of Jesus with um, people who are either my teammates or from other sports, you know? Um, and so it's just been a great opportunity and, and um yeah, I, I love what FCA is doing. You know, Brother Dave, um, our chaplain, our football chaplain, he does a great job of, of helping 
uh, us get involved with, you know, any level of involvement that we want, whatever we're ready for and whatever he thinks we're fit for. Um, and so it's been awesome for me to be able to just engage in that and, and live out my faith through FCA. Awesome stuff, man. Let's do a speed round. Why not? Do some goofy, fun questions here Mm -hmm. to end things off. 30 seconds max to answer these questions. Okay. 30 seconds max. All right, here we go. Pre-game playlist. What are we looking at? So for me, I'm a, I'm, I'm going to be more chill right, right before pregame. Um, and I like to like look over all my notes, all the stuff from the, the week before. So pregame, like whether we're on the bus, driving to the foot, driving to the field, or we're in the locker or like before the locker room, I'm, I'm listening to some more chill stuff just on, uh, on my iPad or on notes studying. And then when we get in the locker room, I actually take my headphones out. When we get on the field and warming up, I don't have headphones in. A lot of people do. I like to just take it all in. So what? And if they're playing music in the locker room, like I'm gonna turn up to that. I'm gonna get, you know, I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm all about it. But for me, like once I'm there, I like to be where my feet are. I like to be present. So I'm I try to take all that out um, and just be present. And so yeah, when we're on the field, we're getting ready. Like I just, I just like to be where I'm at. Okay. All right. I did not see that coming. Me either. <laughs> Who on the schedule for the rest of the year jumps out at you? Who are you uh, chomping at the bit to get to? Yeah, um, I'm really chomping at the bit to to get to Pitt on Saturday night, All right. 8 p.m. Okay. That's, right. that's who I'm I'm excited. So to you're play. A, you're the opponent in front of us kind yeah. of a guy. Nothing yeah, matters but man, this week. There's a lot of great teams on our schedule, um, and a lot of teams that that we're gonna beat, and we have the ability to beat every single team that we play, uh, and we know that we just got to put it together, and so. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's one game at a time right now. Um, we're focused on this week. It's Monday, uh, and we play Pitt on Saturday at 8 p.m. Um, and even more so, we play them in Lane Stadium. So yeah. that's what I'm focused on. That's what I'm looking forward to. Any opportunity to play in Lane Stadium, um, I'm locked in on that. Um, Who's your least favorite North Carolina school? When you grow up in North Carolina. Yeah, least favorite. Yeah, least favorite. Um, gotta be he's, Duke, got, right? he's got the Jordans on, so yeah, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna have to go out of the, you know, you got the, the main three, the triangle schools. So out of those three, um, you got Wake in there too. Poor Wake, you do. Yeah, have nobody wake. hates Wake. You got wake. <laughs> Who hates Wake? You got, you got Wake. You got ECU, but um, I about <laughs> football wise, I'm gonna have to go with Duke just because, man, we we played there last year and. It was awesome. I got, that was when I worked 25, but yeah. it was just like, dude, this atmosphere is nothing yeah. compared to Lane <laughs> no, Stadium. There was so nobody there. there. There was no one there. Yeah, I, I, we, I think we had as many fans as, as they did there. So just, yeah, yeah now that's got to be my least, least favorite when it comes to football. Favorite, favorite, what you were talking about, Lane Stadium. What's maybe been your favorite or the best Enter Sandman in your career so far? Because don't get me wrong, like mm-hmm. every Enter Sandman's awesome, but sometimes those night games like yeah. really kick it up. Yeah, like West yeah, Virginia yeah. was pretty good, oh, yeah. you oh, know. Yeah. So what was yours? What was your favorite? Yeah. Um, all right. So I'll say I'll say this is really this is really kind of out there because it's it's different. But I love the night games. Night games are crazy, um, and every night game has been like top tier insane and i love it but usually because of us coming down in the tunnel um we we're not out there for a lot of inner sandman right but um but it was sick when we played purdue and it was you know the longest day ever (laughs) like it was it was just insane um we finally get to be out there on the field we're starting the game 
And they started playing Inner Sandman. Is this the resumption or the first time? Because this did was it twice. the first time. Okay. We played Inner Sandman. We didn't play it the second time when we had already started the game. But the first time um, when we came out and they started playing Inner Sandman, it was sick because we, we're usually not out there for that part, like the beginning and yeah. everything. Um, we're in the tunnel getting ready and it's sick. Like it, it's, it's insane. Um, but it was just different. It was a different, uh, th- different atmosphere. Uh, just for a little bit, just being able to hear um, all the fans go crazy because they had told us no inner Sandman just because we were already um, behind on schedule TV stuff. And so then they started playing it and everybody just went crazy and it, it was sick. It was just, it was different and I liked it. Yeah. That's awesome. I would say 11 a eleven eleven a.m. kickoff Wofford. It's gotta be the best. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so you're pretty, yeah, no. you're, you're pretty. Hey, lay, <laughs> hey, Hoagie Nation turns out no matter what, yes, though. That's true. That's a fact. But yeah. Broke out the mimosas for that game. Mm-hmm. All right, you're, you're pretty fast. Yeah. Give me the top five fastest players on the team. Oh, man. Okay. All right. And how do you compare, or how are you on, or if, if you're on that list? Yeah. Though? I'm putting me in the top five. Okay. This is no, this is no, um, this is no order because. There's, don't base it off of like 40 yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, we're talking about like the yeah, game speed, yeah. fastest people. Um, I'm putting me in the top five because I'm always going to bet on myself. Um, <laughs> and then me, Dorian Strong. Okay. Ooh, okay. Daquan Felton. Really? Really? Yes. Long Daquan legs. Felton. That's a scary Long man. man. That's, <laughs> a, that's a scary man. He can he can move for sure. Um, and then Jalen Lane. I'm putting Jalen Lane in there. Yeah, he's he quick. He can move. Um. And then, man, one more. Um, Colbeck. Colbeck. I guess I probably should have started off with that. Um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, Colbeck. Interesting. I guess Colbeck Track takes speed's the, different. He takes the, the yeah. The top, but he's the fastest the football player in America. Yeah, yeah. You that's can't cr- argue with that's that. Crazy. <laughs> I how, love Cole. Yeah. How about your favorite uniform combo? Oh, favorite uniform combo. Um, and it doesn't have to be one you've necessarily worn either. Yeah. Cause I know in the recruiting visits and stuff, they dress yeah. you guys up in some other stuff as yeah. well. So even in the visits, like I never wore like the hokey stone or anything like that. Like I, uh, you know, I wasn't one of those guys that like asked to wear all the cool stuff. I just kind of like got in there, took my pictures, thought it was awesome. Enjoyed every moment of it and then got out. But, um, yeah, I mean, I would say. Either either all orange or all white. Something about that I love. Okay. Um, just like one color, I, I like that. And so um, I think if I had to pick one, even though you know we usually wear it away, like I love wearing all white. Um, I like it. I just I think it's smooth. Yeah, yeah. You got one more, Nick. I got one more. What up? So you posted on Instagram posing outside of a tropical smoothie. <laughs> Is that like yes, your dream nil deal um, or? What so, are your what are other Blacksburg Blacksburg yeah. specific NIL deals? Yeah. So for me, that so I don't know if you know this kind of started. That was my second post. It was kind of like that. My, so my first one was outside of Chipotle, and yeah. me and my roommates like we we get Chipotle all the time. Like love, we love Chipotle, we love Chipotle. Like you can't go wrong. All right, what's on the bowl? Like I don't mean to change the subject, but what are you yeah. putting in the bowl? In or the, are you a burrito guy? It, it depends. <laughs> I, I'm a taco guy sometimes. Oh, okay, like, okay. But yeah, but um. Nah, I'm going every time I'm going brown rice, black beans, chicken, queso, um, pico, and then 
um, some sour cream, some cheese, and then a lot of lettuce. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. So I, is, I is that it. top tier NIL or, or are we going so, lower? Or are we going somewhere else? You know, I would have to say if I if I could have one of those two, I'm going with, with Chipotle. Okay. Because of the amount of times that me and my roommates eat it. We eat Chipotle all the time. And so to have an NIL deal with Chipotle would be would be supreme. But but yeah, no, that whole post thing is kind of funny because like <laughs> I started out with um with the Chipotle one. Me and my friends were like walking out of Chipotle and like I had some like sunglasses on and it was like nine PM at night. I don't know why I had them on. But <laughs> I was like, just randomly, I told my roommate, I was like, yo, take some pictures. Of a <laughs> this is hard. Yeah, I was like, me and my, me and my, it, I had two roommates, and me and my one roommate were walking out, and the other one, I was like, yo, just take, take some pictures of us, you know? Um, I was like, give me, give me some .5. So he, like, held it up. <laughs> and it was, like, random. Like, I had no intention of posting them, but I looked at him, and I was like, you know what? Like, this goes crazy. let's go for it. Like, so I posted them that night. And like I got so many people, they're like, "Oh, that's so cool!" Like it was sick, and I was like, "I don't, I don't know what I was doing, but I, I'm if you like up. it." And, and so, yeah, and so give the people what they want. Give the people what they want, <laughs> and dude. So I was like, "All right, people like it. I'm going. I'm doing it again." So I went back. Uh, I kind of like had the idea to do it at Trop because Trop's another one that yeah. we love. And so I ended up doing the the one at Trop like a month or two later. You gotta you gotta complete the trio or the the Infinity Gauntlet with Panda. Yeah, yeah. You gotta take we, one. We, that's, that's next. Another one. That's oh my up. god, this is hilarious. You see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah you got the <laughs> <laughs> I got hilarious. sunglasses on yeah. and everything. Wow. Right. Well, I'm, I'll be waiting for the Panda Express one. Yeah, it, it, yeah. We need to we need to just make our rounds. It's crazy. We got all these like awesome pictures from athletics, mm-hmm. and then like all football stuff, all and football stuff, and then like, boom, we're outside boom. tropical smoothie and Chipotle, outside of Chipotle, like some point fives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With my dog, with I think your my dog. Tell us about your dog. Yeah. So my dog <laughs> in the in the tropical one. Um. Yeah, my dog. She's uh. She's like nine months right now. Does she get um, her own Chipotle bowl when you go? Or shoot, no, dude, <laughs> no. That, that would she, she, that would tear her up. She, she, stays, she stays in my room. I can't have all that happening. But um. But no, yeah. She's a, she's like nine months. Um. She's a golden doodle. My roommate Harrison Saint Germain. He plays on the football team as well. Tight end. Uh. He has. Uh. I bought her brother for him for like his birthday. So. Uh, we've got both of them in the house. Um, uh, they're, they're siblings. They're, they're great. My parents actually breed golden noodles. So okay. I got them from them. Um, but yeah, great dog. I love her. Cool. She's awesome. But yeah, she made it on the, on the tropical post. So awesome. Well, thank you so much for your yeah, time, Tucker. It was a fun one today. Yeah. It was entertaining. <laughs> That's the best one we've yeah. had. Well, you can catch Tucker Holloway in action as well as the rest of the Hokies this Saturday, 8 p.m. Primetime kickoff. Be there. Inside the Terradome Lane Stadium. Definitely be there. It's already a sellout. Um, looking forward to that one. For Nick Brown, for Jack Brizendine, for Tucker Holloway, I'm Giovanni Heater saying so long. We'll catch you on next week's Triumph Spotlight.